Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Bellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, I was speaking with a customer the other day. This is weird. This is like two podcasts in a row where I'm relaying things that came to my mind when I was speaking to customers, but this is interesting. I spoke with a customer the other day who told me that she was taking a hiatus from the hobby for a while. After a series of losses and other distractions, she just wasn't enjoying the hobby like she used to. I mean, really burnt out on the whole thing, a full stop. It was kind of sad. On the other hand, having recently come from a sort of sabbatical, I, used, I called it, of my own, from almost from Tannen, from just stepping back from all this stuff, I could kind of relate. We've all been there if we've been involved in the hobby long enough. So that time when, for whatever reason, you just fall into a malaise of sorts. What used to be compelling and enthralling elicits a little more than a casual nod now and again. You know, when it happens, it's tough. Um, but as a lifelong aquarist, I understand. I've been in this game since I was literally a toddler. I'm not embarrassed to say that every once in a while, my interest needs to be recharged. I mean, what causes this? Familiarity, lack of progress, lack of a new challenge, apathy. I'm not really sure. I know in my case, in the last year, it's been a few things that distracted me. We've talked about that in other episodes. I'm not going to bore you with that. But things happen. But what I am sure of is that this hobby is absolutely engrossing, endlessly fascinating, and can be lifelong. I know, I'm a lifer. I've had fishes in one form or another since I was literally three years old and probably will till they pry my cold, lifeless body from my aquarium. It's important to enjoy the hobby in multiple aspects. I think the key to keeping it like that is to make it fresh. Yeah, switching it up, trying stuff a bit differently than what we've been doing in the past. Not only is this reinvigorating, it can spur your hobby into completely new and even more engrossing directions, ones you may not have even thought of. That being said, let's look at some ways I thought of over the years to sort of re-energize your hobby interest should you find something that brings you into one of those little ruts. I mean, the easiest thing is just simply redo your tank. You know, sometimes all it takes is a slight change of scenery, if you will, to reinvigorate your interest in your tank. Just like putting a fresh coat of paint in a room, there's a few, there's very few tanks that couldn't benefit from a little less rock, more plants, or in our case, more seed pods, less seed pods, a new hardscape reconfiguration, or just something entirely different. Something to think about. Number two is a lot of people tell me that their aquariums are hard to maintain. So why not reconfigure that aquarium to make it a little easier? If you're driven crazy every time you try to access a filter for routine maintenance, or if it's next to impossible to dial down that you know ball valve on the reactor that you have because the body of your protein skimmer gets in the way, that if you're a reefer, if the heater's in an annoying location, you need another power strip in the stand, stuff like this, access and user-friendliness issues can really put a damper on the enjoyment of your tank. You're not gonna wanna maintain it if it's such a pain in the ass to get your hands in there. So perhaps now is the time to reconfigure and rework those pesky access issues once and for all you'd be surprised what just having an easier to work in, easier to exist with tank can do for you. Number three, grab that new fish that you've been coveting, even if it means trading or giving away something else to make room. Yeah, seriously, if you want that crazy new Alonacara, but just don't have the real estate for it, it may be time to donate or trade some fishes to another hobbyist, donate to the club raffle or to a school that would appreciate them. Sometimes the key to enjoying the hobby even more is to simply acquire that fish that you've been drooling over for the past year, but been making up excuses why you can't have it. Well, the trade-offs, well, they're usually worth it. Trust me on that. My other idea is to help a fellow aquarist get his or her tank up and running. 
Remember that burst of excitement that you felt when you first set up your first tank? Experience it, if only vicariously, through the other hobbyists just getting started. Take pleasure in his or her awe as they watch their first pleco uh, attached to their first Anubius to the woodwork, clean their canister filter for the first time. Okay, well, that's kind of crazy, but you know what I mean. Any number of a hundred little things that you take for granted but are an endless source of wonder to the neophyte, it just might rekindle your love for the hobby more than ever, even if the smell of used filter pads, you know, as if it ever did anything for you, right? How about this? Try something totally different. You've always thought it would be cool to create a tank devoted to shell-dwelling, lake tang, and eco-cichlids, wild betas, stiffodon gobies, Amazon leaf fish, whatever. Well, maybe now's the time to cut loose and try it. Or if space and funds are an issue, perhaps you should reconsider a do-over of an existing tank, just like I talked about. Rebooting it is one of those pipe dream projects. It could change your entire outlook on the hobby. I've done this a few times, and trust me, it makes a difference. Even if you're limited to tanks, you have to be willing to make those trade-offs. It's worth it. Another idea is to maybe give fish breeding a shot. Sure, why not? There, there's a reason why so many hobbyists out there are breeding fish in their homes. Not only is it fun, it's challenging, and it's educational, it'll reduce the dependency on wild collected fishes for the long term, for the good of the wild biotopes, and for the hobby and the industry. There are literally hundreds of fishes which have not been bred in captivity to any great extent that you can choose from to focus your breeding project on. And the secrets or expertise that you unlock during your efforts will benefit hobbyists from all over the world when you share them. It's a cool win for everybody. Okay, another idea is to automate things. Again, if things are just too much for you, figure out ways to automate or at least make tasks that you do regularly easier. I know I'm like the last guy you want to turn to for tech advice, but even I appreciate the simplicity and the control that a well thought out automation system can provide. Imagine if some of your fish room workload was reduced. Think of the savings in time, effort, and cash that can result. There's lots of different controllers and automation systems out there and many ways to configure them too. Not long ago, I installed a, a simple auto top-off systems on all my aquariums and they literally changed my life. I couldn't believe that it took me so long to use one of those. Don't be afraid like I was. Unleash your little tech head. There's a support out there on the forums if you need it. It's definitely something that'll get you back in the hobby. Another idea is to share your experiences. Really, it's almost therapeutic for me to get up every morning and throw down on the computer whatever happens to be on my mind and then come here and talk about it. Sure, some of my blogs and, uh, and, and podcasts are more interesting and popular than others, yet they all give me some sort of psychological benefit. And many of you tell me that you enjoy listening to them or hearing them too, so it's, it's all good. Try it. It's a lot of fun, and if you're not careful, you might just enjoy it. Here's another one for you. Start a club. If you want to commiserate or share or bounce ideas off fellow fish geeks, what better way to do that than to join a group of like-minded people who understand your obsession? No club in your area? Well, start one or start one online. You'd be surprised what kinds of amazing experiences and friendships you can develop from fish clubs. Some of my favorite things to do are talk in front of clubs, see the friendships and the closeness. It's, it's very, very cool. And then the other thing that you can do, take a break. And you're like, what? You're telling me to step away from the hobby? Yeah, I am. Again, I've understand what that's like. Sometimes it's best or even the only way to rekindle that fire that you once had. It's extreme in the thought of a quiet house with no worries about you know, pH swings, feeding, water changes, or pruning plants may seem a little awesome for a while, at least for a while. If the fish keeping obsession has, not, has bitten you hard, and I'll bet it has, you'll want back in way sooner than you expected. 
those of us who are lifers, we just can't keep away. If you don't miss it, there's a very good chance that stamp collecting, Sudoku, rule-playing games, or some other diversion is in your future, at least for a while. Okay, so I've given you a few ways to sort of get your fish-keeping groove back. I'm not sure how many of those are appealing to you, but I'm sure many of you out there can think of a lot more, and I'd like to hear them. I think it's fun to discuss this once in a while. Mental health in the aquarium hobby is really important. Remember, we can't always be stoked on every aspect of the hobby 100% of the time. Sometimes we just get burnt out on the whole thing. That's understandable. The important thing is that you don't lose sight of the whole love affair that you've had with the whole world of aquarium keeping and that you at least make an effort to rekindle the flame that may have been flickering out within you. Stay stoked, stay engaged, stay invigorated, stay creative, stay curious, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.